Hey everyone, welcome to episode number two of Off Topic with Darren Wilson. My name is Darren and I will be your host. On this episode, I'll be hanging out with Doug Jeffrey. Doug is a multifaceted individual. He's an entrepreneur, a model, an actor, and he currently runs his own construction company that specializes in building sets for movies, TV, commercials, and even popular YouTubers now. We chat about his time with the Chippendales and after a 20-year hiatus from the modeling and acting biz, what it's like to be getting back into the biz. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Doug? Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. And thanks for inviting me in your lovely home. Our pleasure. We're going to get a little insight and knowledge from him as far as getting back into the industry. Doug goes way back, not too far back, not to the silent era, but... (laughs) (laughs) Almost, though. (laughs) Um, He goes back to the 80s and... um, uh, the Chippendales. Remember the Chippendales, ladies? Sorry to to date you a little bit there, but no, uh, that's okay. That was a classic time. Yeah, it's funny to look at it now. I mean, it's just it it really does bring back fond memories, and you know, you just go into the vault of your brain and you go, "Wow, what an amazing experience to travel the world and just you know, it was." Uh, and you know, they're they're part of our culture now. When you really think about it. And they're still going after all these years. Oh, are they? I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, they have a. Um, they perform in Las Vegas, and I still believe they travel all over. Okay. So. Okay. And you were a spokesperson. I was for... the MC. I was okay. the host of the show. Um, you know, I, you know, all the different acts I come out and introduce, and just kind of get the crowd fired up, and uh, you know, take them through their uh, lovely journey of. Uh, Journey. Ladies night out. Is that what we're calling it? A journey? A journey. An experience. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. As I said, I traveled the world and did it in a few different languages. And uh, one of those things I'll never forget, actually. Oh, I can imagine. And did you, were you actually a Chippendale? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, uh, hell it was set up. There was five leads and then there was five to six uh, professional dancers so they put, you know, there was production numbers, so I would dance in the production numbers, and then, um, you know, each guy would come out and have their own little solo thing, and so it was, um, yeah, the first time I did it, um, we were the opening act in Atlantic City for Elkie Summers in the Claridge Casino Hotel. That was kind of the beginning of, uh, uh, you know, taking it from just the... Uh, the club in New York and the club in Los Angeles and uh, realizing that it was viable to, uh, you know, travel throughout the U.S. and, you know, all, all over the world. And it was a legitimate gig. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 5,000 to 10,000 people a night. So what did it take to become a Chippendale and become the, the MC of the show? It's funny. I was, I, I was working. I was actually working in Atlantic City dealing cards at the Playboy Hotel Casino. And, you know, it was kind of the beginning of me wanting to get into the industry. So I had a, you know, I was doing uh, print work there. I'd do all the, you know, the adverts for the casinos and what have you. And my goal was to, you know, move to New York. So two, three days a week, I'd get on the bus and go to New York and, you know, grab an audition, try and find uh, an agent. And um, I just wanted to, I just thought it would be a great job. So I... 
you know, it took me five or six times to, you know, I'd go, I'd, you know, put in my resume and try to get hired. They weren't hiring. And, uh, you know, persistency is really the key to success. You just never give up. And um, they were expanding. They were doing a uh, club in Philadelphia. So they were, there was a uh, local contest to go and try and audition. And, you know, Chippendales is looking for the new crop. So I went and I auditioned and uh, for, it was in Pulsations in Philadelphia and uh, I was chosen. Then from there I became a host, became a waiter, um, kind of climbed the ranks and um, you know, finally they were looking to do the first, one of the first touring shows uh, in Atlantic City. And the, uh, the choreographer um, was looking for an MC. So I was able to get his attention and audition for him and, you know, started there and all over the U.S. and then South Africa, Australia, all through Canada, and it was just uh, one after the other. That's, very blessed. that's amazing. I didn't realize you got to travel that much with him. Yeah. Yeah. Three, four months at a crack and, uh, you know, I came back home, go, okay, made some money. Now I'm going to just go out there and audition and we all know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so. Uh, what a wonderful process auditioning is. Oh, yeah. I, it's one of the things I, I, and it's so different when you actually get the job, when you really think about it. You know, you, you're, you're your own worst enemy. All those, you know, little voices run into your head. So uh, it's, if you can master that, you can pretty much do anything. Because when you really think about it, how many people, you know, it's going on a job interview, four, five, six, maybe in their lifetime, depending on what you do. Right. But auditioning, it's two, three, it could be every single day. Yeah, you could have as many as two or three a day and, you know, getting into double digits every week. Yeah. And it's a full-time job, just auditioning. Just auditioning. Yeah. Especially living in Los, An Los Angeles with traffic, too. It's oh. daunting. Traffic. L.A. traffic. Yeah, Luckily, we're going to have a couple days off here because we are recording this the day before Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving to Yes, everyone. happy Thanksgiving. You have a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving with your loved ones and your family. Absolutely. So how long were you at Chippendale? Oh, wow. Or involved with the show? For, uh, six, seven years, I think. That's a great run. Yeah, and it was, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the the Chippendales murders. There was um, several movies and, uh, you know, uh, different uh, reenactments created. The The owner of Chippendales, Steve Banerjee, the creator, he teamed up with uh, Nick Denoya, who was the choreographer, and, um, you know, started out great, and those guys started the buttheads and got to the point where they wouldn't even speak. And the way the deal was set up, uh, Steve Banerjee owned the, the clubs. And Denoya had the touring rights, with, which in the beginning, touring these guys was kind of unheard of. And then um, clubs started to fizzle out. And uh, as I said, those guys just didn't really like each other. And then all of a sudden, one day, Somebody goes into Nick Denoy's office and puts a bolt in his head, kills him. No kidding. Yeah, then several years later, his estate sold the rights to Steve Banerjee. 
So all of a sudden he's on top of the world, he's got the clubs, the tours all over doing extremely well. Then when we had gone to Australia, we were scheduled to be there for, I think three weeks. And then we ended up staying almost th three months because it, we were received so incredibly well. And then um, the promoter that brought us to Australia was a big rock and roll promoter. He decided to uh, kind of create his own group. Um, once again, Steve Banajegas didn't really play well with others. So he created his own own group. So I was brought in um, with, with the new group that he created. And then lo and behold, supposedly Banerjee puts a hit on the promoter. It was myself and one of the other gentlemen from the original uh, Chippendales group. And I guess these guys bailed at the last minute. They turned themselves in. So myself and Candace were talking about this, I don't know, a month or so ago. It's like um, I left. We're, I was in London, and I was just, you know, I'm done. I'm, I can't do this anymore. But as we start to look at all the programs and all the information that's out there about this, potentially there could have been a hit put on me. Because I left, I abandoned Chippendales and went to the other group. So it's it's kind of funny that... Um, you made it out good. I made it clean. out alive, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but then they reopened. Um, once they found out about what had happened with what supposedly, not supposedly, what Banerjee did with the, the, um, uh, the attempted hit, they reopened the Denoya case, and then he was found guilty of that. And then he was in jail for a very short period of time, then he ended up uh, hanging himself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting well, part of uh, pop culture of yeah. my crazy life that I've lived. Well, this sounds like it could be a whole podcast series in its own. Yeah, yeah. I think they're actually doing a new movie now, too, about it. There's been several that have been done already. So. Well, I've got the inside track. Yep. I've got the inside scoop. Okay, so you, you mentioned that you uh, did a lot of print work as well. Yeah, that's where I kind of started out, just, you know, doing the whole modeling thing. And, you know, that's kind of the, you know, beginning stages of um, getting your feet wet, so to speak. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I've done a little bit, very little, but um, it is its own beast in itself, if you will. So how long did you do modeling and what are some of your favorite uh, jobs? Uh, you know, I'm still doing it now, actually. I mean, you know... I'm, a whole new kind of category now that I have gray hair and I'm an older gentleman, as I would say. Distinguished. Uh, distinguished. It's um, a better word. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess when 18, 19 years old, you know, went through the whole process of, you know, trying to get the right photographs. And, you know, once again, it really comes down to if you want something, it's just the determination and the persistency that it takes. It, you know, I shot probably a dozen times before I got photographs that, actually kind of worked you know and I was into the whole weightlifting, you know get big get big get big and then that really didn't work so uh, kind of trimmed myself down leaned out a little bit and uh, you know a lot of uh, you know lifestyle stuff from as I said the casinos to you know I was in uh, uh, Time magazine I was on the cover I mean just it was kind of a fitness guy crossover. Okay. So I had a you know cover of a fitness magazine and you know just various things that uh, 
you know. So you've done some pretty legitimate stuff yeah. and not just the JCPenney underwear catalog yeah, stuff. Yeah, which they pay really well, too. They're the ones you want. You want the account. Right. The running joke is I was doing uh, Harlequin Romance would uh, kind of hire me from time to time, and I would pass Fabio in the office. He's leaving. I'm coming in. So it was kind of, uh, kind of uh, funny. That's an iconic time of, of life and yeah. in history. It really was... Uh, I mean, if you look at it now, we touched on it earlier, it's like, life has really changed. I mean, 80s, 90s, life was simple. In, in our generation, mm -hmm. this generation uh, is just, uh, it's just different. It's not as pure. It's not as real. It's everything is, how quickly can you get it? It's the immediacy of just life. And text me. Don't call me. Text yeah. me. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You walk into a restaurant, people don't speak. Everyone's glued to their phone. Right. Me including. So it's just, um, it, it's a different time. Okay, so let's fast forward a little bit. And I heard that you did leave the industry for a while. Yes, I did. It was one of those things. It was a love-hate relationship. I just, you know, I, uh, you know, we all know you've, you've been around and... Mm -hmm. You know, you come so close, it's down to you and somebody else, a part that could change your life. And all of a sudden, it goes left. When it, If it would have gone right, you know, you could have a career. And I just really got frustrated. And um, it was just, I just had a chip on my shoulder. I wouldn't go to auditions when I would show up. I, I realized it was something that I loved and I had so much passion for that I, I needed to step back and my, you know, my mom was diagnosed with cancer, so I was dealing with that. So I just said, I'm just, you know, I just made that conscious decision to step away. Um, I'm sorry to hear about your mom. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. She taught me a great lesson dealing with her. Um, you know, nothing else really mattered. It was just true purpose in your life mm -hmm. that you have something that is so valuable and and dear to you that it was just doing everything in my power to give her whatever she needed for whatever short time was left. So, right. and she taught me that, you know, you fight for what you believe in and it's persistency, consistency, you just don't give up. Exactly. So, um, but as I said, it's, uh, it's just, Coming back into it now, after all those years, you you learn, you grow as a person, as 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 an actor. You just have so much more to offer in life. Right. That look in your eye is, you know, you've been beat down. You get up. There's a there's a um, there's a strength that I probably didn't have when I started when I was a, when I was a kid. Yeah, you're out there living your life. You're you're building your your. Um repertoire your your skill set of what to pull with yeah life experience from. you got right. more life experience under your belt so when you have to you know you have the opportunity to tap into those you know that that those reserves you're so much fuller mm -hmm. so what did you do when you left the industry how did you make your living uh i was i i i was building furniture it was kind of a hobby of mine i just you know i'd go in my garage and just sit there for you know, 20 hours and not eat and just create this cool piece of furniture that I had in my brain. A friend of a friend was working a, a film and he goes, hey, you want to come help me? It's like, sure. So I uh, gave him a hand on, on that film. And from there, I um, 
got into the business. I was the uh, construction coordinator for uh, the Man Show, Crank Yankers, and um, uh, when I was 41 years old, I, uh, you know, I'm an habitual entrepreneur anyway, and opportunity that, um, you know, hey, I'm going to do my own thing. I can do this. So I, I created 41 sets, which was, I was 41 years old and it seemed like a good name at the time, which now it's going on 16, 17 years. So Shoot, we, uh, congratulations. Yeah, we uh, do everything, commercials to sitcoms to reality shows to, I mean, you name it. We're, uh, we've kind of uh, established ourselves in a crazy market, and I, uh, I feel very blessed that uh, you know, I still have that creative outlet, so to speak. Exactly. Yeah, there's there's nothing like woodworking. It's it's a satisfying yeah, it's, yeah. feeling when you finish a project and yeah, you step back, you look at it and yeah. Not that I do that anymore. I just organize people, but time and people management is a skill set all in yes, itself. It so you're still doing that and you're still and you're trying to get back into the industry. Yeah, a couple of years ago, um, through the help of um Candace, I um you know, it was always something I always knew I'd come back. I mean, once it's in your blood, it's kind of hard to give up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years ago, I'm, you know, I made the push. And it, it's, I mean, when I was doing it, it was black and white headshots. There's right. no actor's access. There's no all those things. It was like navigating that. I mean, still today, it's like mind-boggling. So, uh, yeah, I've been lucky enough. I, you know, I worked, you know, several times already and. Um, I do need to get back into a class just to, you know, um, really hone the skills again of what it is. And as we were talking earlier about auditioning, you know, you got to get out of your own way and just trust that it's there. So, right. Be prepared, do the audition, nail it to your best of of your ability and then walk away from it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, it's like going to the gym go to the gym every single day, your body gets stronger, everything, you're working on it. And and being an actor, I think you, I mean, everyone watches these people and they're like, oh my God, that's that was amazing. They make it look so easy. Mm-hmm. But being natural, it's not as easy as you think it would be. It's, it's time consuming. Uh, not so much time consuming if you love what you're doing, but you have to do it. Oh, you have to love it. Repetition I mean, is. Yeah, yeah. If, if you yeah. don't love this, you'll you'll never, you'll never survive. Right. So let's say you come across somebody that is of our age range, and they're they're ending a career or moving on from a career that they've spent most of their life doing and thinking about getting into the acting or modeling business. And they have, they're questioning themselves. They have a bunch of self-doubt that's tearing them up. What would your thoughts or advice be to them? Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's one of those things. I mean, getting into this industry really makes you take a look at yourself. Mm-hmm. It makes you look in the mirror because you're, you are your product. You're trying to sell your product. And you really have to believe in your product. If you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to hire you. Right. So in a way, it really makes you a stronger, better person. And you you have to be willing to fail. 
Anybody that comes in there that is not willing to fail or is not really going to take the steps to really try and understand it, 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 it is a business and you are your product that you're selling. So going through from how you look to how you speak to it, across the board. So it's one of those things. It, it's, it's almost cathartic in a sense that you will discover so much about who you are by just putting yourself out there and, and failing. You keep failing and then, you know, as long as you are strong enough not to give up, you will become a better person. It's a journey. Right. And as far as just getting up in the morning, you have to be prepared to, to live that life. And like you said, sell yourself because you are your product. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's from working out, eating right, doing all the necessary things to become the best you can be because you are competing with people from all over the world. And what makes one person climb the ladder versus the other person that stays or goes backwards. Right. It's what's in the individual. It's that it's that belief in in a higher power, belief in yourself that you deserve it. Definitely a belief in yourself yeah, as well. That you deserve to you know achieve what you want. So there really are no age restrictions. Oh no. No, especially as, you know, it's it's one of those things you whether if you're changing careers or you're retiring and you just want to get out there and try it. I mean, look at commercials. So many different flavors. When you turn on the TV from, uh, you know, it's not just the younger generation, it's the baby boomer. So it, it's endless of, you know, uh, the dad, the grandfather. It's, it, it's, it's amazing. And, and literally, it really, it, it, it it's fascinating to me of when you watch these commercials, what is it that that person has that got them to that step? Right. That makes what them. What is that? that what, what, what is it? Yeah. That's the, the, the challenge and the, the journey of figuring out that what that is um, in general and in yourself, but yeah. don't, pressure yourself, I guess, into thinking that you don't have it because there's roles for everybody. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's really kind of understanding what type you are and where you fit in and trying to really, um, bring that out in, in, in yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, 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 you know, I was a leading man way back when I, I'm, you know, I don't know if I'm a leading man. I'm like, older now with gray hair and so obviously I, 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 I still think you're a leading man you just have to have a stunt double now <laughs> yeah you know so it's senator <laughs> or congressman or governor I'm like yeah you know I wanted to be the guy shooting the gun and kissing the girl it's you know that was fun back then Shh, Candace didn't hear that <laughs> you know it's funny I ran into a dear friend of mine he's a uh, production designer just got back from Toronto and um I guess he's working on Spielberg's new series or whatever. And uh, I haven't seen him in years. And he stopped in my office and, you know, just reminiscing of, you know, and we go back like 25 years. 
um, he was doing props when I was doing a movie and then, you know, we became friends and he was working for Roger Corman. I stepped in to give him a hand. It's just like, you, you look back of all those different lives and different people and, you know, it's just, it was, you know, a kind of a walk down memory lane, so to speak, that you forget. Oh yeah, I did that. I did that. Oh yeah. So it's just kind of, uh, it's nice to, uh, realize where you came from, but always look forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you can also pull from some of those experiences and memories and, and use them yeah. now. And yeah. So what are you, uh, what are you working on now? Um, do you have anything coming up? Any, any auditions, movies, uh, commercials? Um, my business is kind of taking priority right now. We're, we're, you know, I've been in the same spot for almost 20 years and, uh, the studio where my office is was sold. So we have to move. And, uh, so it's kind of, uh, taking a lot of my, my time. We're working on a Papa John's, uh, commercial right now that goes in Monday. So I kind of, uh, took a little bit of a break because a lot of times the auditions are last minute and right. couldn't make them. Um, you know, I still have people, you know, I auditioned, uh, probably a month ago and didn't get the role. Then the casting director reached out and offered me another role, which unfortunately I couldn't make it. So at least, um, the people still thinking about me, right. which, you know, you're like, oh, okay, you know, you, you still got it. You still got that little, that little something, something, mm -hmm. that little twinkle in your eye that when you walk into a room, yeah, well, what's that guy got? I want that. So, yeah, as I said, it's not where you start. It's where you finish. So, as long as you're in the game, yep. whatever age, as long as you're out there swinging, you might strike out a thousand times. But as long as you got that bat, you're going to hit that ball yeah, eventually. You're, you're going to connect with you it at least once. you got to play the game. Yeah, you got to be in it to win it. Yep, you got to be in it. As long as you're in it, might not, you know, I wanted it when I was, you know, 17 years old. Now I'm 56. Who's saying that I can't? might be 57, might be 60. Right. But I might one day, what you envision and what you want, it actually might happen as long as I'm willing to put myself out there and try. Right. And you still have the determination to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Failure is just part of it. So where can people get a hold of you or, you know, see some of your stuff, uh, like your IMDB page or Instagram? Yeah, IMDB. I have a website. It's Doug, what is it? Douglas Jeffrey dot com um facebook you know i'm out there even though I'm not that well versed in social media but uh not my generation but uh that's well i'll put all the links in the show notes and so you can for, so everybody can check them out and and get a hold of you and uh how about your your construction business uh 41 sets.com okay yeah go check it out we've done uh, a lot of really kind of fun amazing things that uh really kind of proud of and once again it's still that creative juices wherever it might be whether if it's in front of the camera or you know behind it building the set so it's uh oh yeah it's I'm destined to uh, use that creative energy that needs to come out some way and sometimes it's fun to be behind the scenes and, and yeah. get to view the whole process yeah it's amazing i mean it, how many people it really takes you know we you know, people the average person goes oh that was nice it was an hour show but I mean, the hundreds and hundreds of people. I mean, you know, you've been in the business. So you look yeah. around and you're like, what do all these people do? Yeah, half an hour episode typically takes five days to shoot. Yeah. Yeah, it's just amazing. But so. there's a lot of people involved to get that done. Yeah. 
and they're all outstanding at their jobs. Yep. And you, it, you're in this business because you love it. Yep. Whatever part of this business, this is a business you seek because you you know you want to be that it's that it's it, it's just that creativity that's got to you know ooze from your pores and find a way to do something with it. There's nothing like it. Nope. Well, thank you, Doug. Thank, thank you, you so much. It was I, a pleasure. I appreciate you coming on the show. I uh, hope you guys all enjoyed our little chit chat, our little hangout session here. And definitely, you know, reach out to Doug if you um, have any auditions, you think you'll be right for something. And if you need a set built or um, even consulting to have a, a project built, give him, give him a call. He'll help you out. Most definitely. Thank you. Uh, pleasure. Once again, happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Eat. Be safe. Manja, manja. Eat it all. Otherwise, we're coming over to, to, <laughs> to finish the leftovers. So, All right. Until next so time. Much. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. To hear future episodes as soon as they come out, please subscribe in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. A special thanks to Mike Roy and his band Go Casual for providing the music. To hear more songs from their new album, All the Old Ghosts, please click on their link in the show notes or find them on SoundCloud or Facebook. Until next time, I'm Darren Wilson. Talk to you soon.